What's up, everybody? Like I said last time, remember, this re was recorded on January 13th, 2021. So, like I told you already, we go part two of her interview. Let's get right into it. So, earlier I was going to ask you, what have you learned in school that would help you in your career? Um, very, <laughs> um, very much... Man, I don't know. <laughs> Nothing. I guess I don't read. read. I don't write. Read. Uh, like count money. No. Right. Um, I don't. Nothing really towards like being a lawyer. They did help me with getting, you know, youth court. I wouldn't have known about youth court if it wasn't for them. So. Yeah. Um, that question was really a sad, like a way to like direct us towards like questions about school you know that was very smooth with me no um <laughs> oh my god now that we're on the subject of school before winter break our school had a meeting for struggling kids i mean students afterward you reposted a, a statement from another student that said this is literally how kids kill themselves they just said the only way to successfully only way to be successful is to do your schoolwork. No, it literally so many billionaires and really successful people that didn't finish high school and didn't even go to college. This whole meeting was purposely to get us stressed for some assignments, some stupid assignments. Like, why would you even say we gonna get kicked out for struggling? There's obviously a reason why our whole lives do not revolve around this school. So my question is, my question is, do you still agree with this statement? I most definitely do. Um, not even, you know, trying to bash my school or anything, our school. Our school is a really good school. Don't get me wrong. Academic-wise, yes, we do get good opportunities with this, but I'm really speaking for all kids right now and going, like, towards all schools. Yeah. It is not right. Definitely, I don't know if they forgot. Or anything that we are in a <laughs> we are in a pandemic. A lot of people do forget. Supposedly. That's true. That's true. But we are in a pandemic. People are losing their lives. People are losing family members that have you know that are losing their life over this. And then also some people might have corona. You never know what is happening in that person's life. In that person's life. And other than you know corona, also. A lot of kids came to school to get away from the stuff that happened at home. Right. We don't know if they going, through, they have, you know, abusive parents or different stuff like that is what's happening at home. And then also, other than them, you know, going to a different place and getting away from that and putting on this whole new demeanor and character, mm -hmm. now they in the same place as, you know, the person that might be abusing them. And then they also, you know, on in school yeah so it's probably stressful and then also this is very new to us i don't understand what i'm not understanding this right. is very new to us this with you know this virtual stuff us turning in assignments and all this this is so new and some teachers be like oh you you've been using computers you've been doing stuff right. online yes but it's not the same we have not been learning like this online. We have not been through this much stress, yeah. this 
so much is happening in the world right now. Like mm-hmm. we literally just had this big debate, this big election over who could be our next freaking president. And if the person that would have became our president had became our president, that would have been a whole nother stress level. And then also, what'd you say? Hello. So um, speaking of like the election, stuff like that. So one, like the day after the attack on the Capitol, I had came to my teacher because we was kind of on the topic. And mm-hmm. I had brought up how I saw it from the beginning to the end. And same, then, same, same. Yeah, so that teacher, the first thing that, was out, that came out their mouth after I said that was, why was you in class? And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, hello, this is an attack on the Capitol that hasn't happened. Exactly. Like- but I can't, I said, I was like, I had a, doc- I had a dentist appointment that day because I did. That's why I wasn't in school. But I'm still like, my you world don't revolve just around around school. Like yes. could have happened in Tennessee. This could have happened like down the street from me. Exactly. I'm like, so you want me to focus on school and just forget about what's happening? What's happening in the world? Like, no, it does not work like that. And they not understanding that 2020. 2021 even though it's the beginning so much stuff so much stressful stuff has happened and for you to be like oh you should just focus on school and this and that yes we should focus on school you are completely right but we can't forget about all the rest of the stuff that is happening around us and we also have to pay attention to that and also have different opinions about that and then also for black for african-american school i mean kids because we go to a majority african-american school our big thing our big big struggle this year has been with the black lives matter movement and then also another black person another black king dying Mm -hmm. and so that's really has been on our big on our mind because we like dang that can be another us. person another person just for being black has died and it could be me right like, so much stuff has been ha- has been on our mind and for the school systems just to be like you should do your work let me give you more and more assignments right. and then the thing is they be on the news so much talking about what can we do better to help kids yeah. not want to hurt themselves and you know what they do they give it they give us more stress mm-hmm. they you know, they tell us multiple times, oh, you should do your work and you will be fine. Not thinking about how can I help? Yeah. How, what can I do better? How can I help y'all? How can I change the way this comes off? What, you know, it's always, oh, no, let me post the um, assignment. Make sure you have it done by 11.59. You're not doing nothing at home. You, you just sitting on your foot all day. Like, what are you like, doing at home? I'm like, sir, ma'am, I have different stuff right like we have a life i don't know if they forgot that like just like before all this happened we had a life after school like Mm -hmm. we have different things and then also like i said going back to the pandemic you also have on your mind how to stay safe you trying to be at home but you also got to go out because hey we can't be at home all um 
we can't be at home all day because you got to go get supplies, get this, get that. Most kids are defending for themselves. They might have a parent, but we don't, they parent probably a low life, not even doing nothing for them. So now they got to be in school and then also take care of their kids. Um, not their kids, but, you know, their siblings and also do all stuff like that. And it's just like so much stuff, definitely in this generation with social media and different stuff like that, so much stuff are on millennials and Gen Z's mind. Yeah. And, and it's so much stuff happening. And we really don't feel like teachers are there for us in this point of time. We feel like they are putting, they are getting out grades and just saying, if you and doing. Yeah. So speaking of that, so a couple of days ago, today is Wednesday, right? Yeah. So Monday, I had a meeting with my guidance counselor, with my counselor, and me, him, and my foster mom, we was talking about, like, school and virtual school and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I was, I had told them about, like, how the teachers, like, giving more assignments than they did during school, like, during physical mm-hmm. school, and I was like, the reason that is, to me, is because they using a lot of computer-generated stuff. And the computer is just checking it for them, and they don't really have to do the work of hand checking everything. Right. And then they was agreeing with me. I was like, yeah, so that's really why all this is just giving us more work. Because it's not more work on them, it's more work on right. us. So right. Like teacher, they really right. don't check our work. Because they and, can. Um, right. And I'm just and like. Then, and then also a big thing with it, they think, going back to what I said, with they think that we at home and we got so much free time. Also going with, they like, oh, you should be fine to do all this work. You got free time. And it's like, no. 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 Different stuff is happening. You don't live in that person life. You don't know what's happening. And then also a lot of kids have jobs that they have. I, I just started a job. I ain't never, you know, had this type of experience of a job. But I also have a job and I have a job because I'm trying to save money for something. Mm-hmm. And I also I'm also starting my business up. So I have to, you know, get money for that. I also got a job for my business and all this so I can have money for, you know, stuff that I need even though light does provide for me but it's like stuff that I'm like okay I think I can get this myself so it's also different stuff like that and then on top of that you got to worry about oh let me go get an assignment when she didn't already posted like 20 assignments this week and let me go get this one right quick and it's just it's just stressful and I think going back to our school little thing I don't think what they they handled it they did not handle it well at all it was very much you should do better we have nothing to do with it the maybe you should talk to your teachers and a lot of kids was like I did talk to my teacher my teacher's not understanding like I literally had to talk to my teacher today about a assignment that I don't think I was there to do. But I was like, I'm not finna sit here and argue with you because I know that I can. So I'm just moving right. on. I know that I can. <laughs> so, so I was just like, anyways, I don't even have the time, the, the stress of trying to get you to understand why. And and that's a, what a lot of kids are going through now. Like, you keep trying to explain to your teachers, okay, I have this and I need to do this. I'm going to get it done, but can you give me more time and this and that? And teachers like, oh, you, that sound like your problem, blah, blah, blah. But 
going back to that um meeting, it was I feel like what they could have did, what they could have said was other than pushing it off and shoving it off and making excuses for it. They should have listened, observed, and saw, okay, what what do you think I we could better do? Yeah. Because okay, sometimes you don't I um feel sympathy for the teachers also. We don't know what the teachers are going through. Right. And I feel like they should also we both have to be be sympathetic now. We both have to understand what we can do to make each other's lives easier. Cause we know that right now we can't control what's happening out, you know, in the world right now, but we can control what is happening between a student and a teacher. And we can't better. So I feel like we can be like, the teacher needs to be like, okay, what can I do to make your life easier? And the student can be like, what can I do to make your life easier? And get to understand that other than, oh, this is just how it's supposed to be. Make sure you have your work in. This, 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 this. Oh, you need to understand. No, it's not going to work like that. Definitely through this time because we're, we through computer screens. We trying to make it, you know, we new to this. It's not going to work like that. We need a better understanding, better communication because this, what happened in that meeting was not it. It was just very, let me make an excuse and you got to do something for it. And the excuse was not even answering questions. So. Right. Okay, so you kind of answered my next question, which was going to be like, what can like schools do better while we doing virtually? And you basically mm-hmm. answered it, like communication is key. Right. So I want to go back to one of your earlier points. You was like, um, we have to worry about like not only what happened in school, but what happened in the world. Like right. me and a lot of other Gen Zs, we turned 18 either this year, last year, or next year. So a lot of the policies in the world mm-hmm. are um, going to affect us sooner, sooner, sooner rather than later. Right. So we got to focus on that. We got to make sure, okay, they say it's uh, tax cut, tax, uh, tax cuts are going to apply to these certain people. Okay, I need to make sure that I'm remembering that for when tax cuts re- start relating to me or right. like laws, it, eventually those laws are going to affect us. So right. my teachers are just like, no, worry about Don't worry I'm, about it. Yeah. Right. And then you go in the um world with your head cut off like a running around chicken because you wanna know what's going on. Right. Um okay. So what can like jumping away from virtual school, what can teachers and like schools in general do better when we go to like physical school, when we go back to the building? What can they do better? Huh, that's a good question. Um, I know communication still need to be a key point, but what other things can they do? Um, I would say they do not need to act like everything is normal and let's just hop back into everything. Because, yeah. no, because we had this big long year of everything changing, how every le- how our learning system was different. I feel like I'm not saying we should go back slow, but we should go back slow. Yeah. And also, also still like communication, be understanding. This is like the same thing. But I feel like when we go back to school, it's not going to be as much work and much force 
-hmm. I mean, they do put a lot of pressure on us, which I feel like you should calm that down. We get so much pressure from coming to school, right? Everybody, like that's that's the change in general. Not that just because of virtual that started, that ain't the first time that we didn't feel like we get so much pressure and you should be this and you should be great and you should do this and you should you know this ain't the first time we felt like that they need to calm that down you know that need to be like a new thing calm down so much stress and so much just you know do it you gotta do it you gotta be this you gotta get all a's and blah 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 so yeah i but going back to school like i said i feel like we should not act like just because we back in school, the corona problem is over. Yeah. You know, we should act like, oh, okay, corona is over. Let's get back into our normal routine. Yes, let's get back into our normal routine, but let's not forget about the year that we just had. Right. You know, maybe we should sit down, talk about it a little bit, and be like, hey, I know we just had this year, and I know we get back into the works of things, but we're going to take it slow in the beginning, but mm-hmm. then we're going to go at our normal play- pace on yeah. But I don't feel like they should just, you know, automatically go into, let's just, you know, get back into the works with them, guys. Like, nothing just happened. Okay. So, <laughs> jumping away from school, like, the school topic altogether, let's get a little political. So, what are your thoughts on the attack that happened last week at the Capitol? Uh, I know early. <laughs> I don't have any friends outside of the U.S. because I would have been embarrassed to answer any Get of them. Any oh, of my God. Because I know so I'm with petty people and they're going to call us. They're going to call me and be like, Brandon, what What were you saying about America being so great? I was going to be like, I ain't no. never said that. I'm like, what you talking about? I have never right. said that. Right. That's <laughs> it. I ain't never said it before. Right. Before that didn't happen. But what I think about it was very ghetto. Very, you, you saw how I went no black people cop cop. Right. Um, so it was very ghetto. And the thing is, I think it was very immature because they were probably people would say, "Oh, we did this big riot thing, da 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 da." Y'all didn't, you know, call Black Lives Matter thing, you know, terrorists and all that. Let's just get that straight. What happened at the Capitol and what happened with the Black Lives Matter protest and all that? Two different things. Black Lives Matter was fighting for to tell people to stop killing us. They're supposed right. to protect us. We were, we like, were fighting for basic human rights. Human yeah. rights. Come on now. You yeah. were fighting because of per- because your president lost fair and square. Like and then they was calling calling themselves like patriots. And I'm like, how are you a patriot? How are you a patriot and being a terrorist against the country that you're supposed to be a patriot of? I'm like, another difference was black most, I ain't gonna say all black lives matter, but most black lives matter um protests was uh, like their intention was peace. They was going Mm -hmm. to be peaceful. But but we like I said we all got coons right the people like, that was doing the crazy stuff a coon right like we understand some of them was rioting we wasn't all protesting but majority of us were protesting majority mm-hmm. of that majority of that riot they went there with an intention to either kill those um Congress people mm-hmm. or 
do something bad to them. Like right. they, one dude to came overrun, supposedly. Overrun. There was zip ties, um, handcuffs. Mm-hmm. They was uh, they brought a gear, a gator team, and then they was over saying cut um hang Mike Pence. And I'm like crazy. And the thing is, people are like, oh, why are you calling that a terrorist? They said it in their own little when the news people was you know videoing them they was like oh we're trying to override the capital overriding a government place definitely that high you are a terrorist you are most definitely a terrorist the last time that happened was the british so y'all on the level with the british right now and that's not a good level to be up on and no. then that was the first time that the confederate flag has ever reached the capital. It has never reached the capital during the Civil War. It was the mm-hmm. first time. I'm like, first of all, that's that's a loser flag. Let's get that right. Right. Second of, that's not what that's not what Americans are supposed to be about. Right. An election. If you think and that's it, pride, then right. prove it. Not just throw attention tantrum when it's not proven. Right. And the thing is, the officers that was there, the people that was there that's in charge and that was letting people in are the most ignorant people right. ever. Because now that, first of all, the whole world was probably watching Nick get off that dismiss. Um, they were probably saying, oh, um, it was that easy for um, them people to break into the Capitol? Right. I was going to get in there. Exactly. I'm like Russia and China. They like, oh, is they that- over- right? They like, um, they got overran that fast. Right, they own people. Oh yeah, let's let's go on it. Let's go on it ride. We can definitely do that. All we right. gotta- I'm like, wow, cause that was my like when I was watching CNN, and as soon as I think there was it was one it was one the white boy. I think it was Chris. I think. I'm not good with names, so I'm not, not gonna fuck myself for that. I think I know who you're talking about, the main ones that be on CNN. Yeah. As soon as he said they're they're breaking in, I'm like, breaking in. I jumped in. I'm like, hello. You mean breaking? And they was like, they and one of the headings was breaking news. Um, they have entered the Capitol. And I'm like, wow. Great. And then I, I, I'm not even gonna lie. That whole day, I was like, I wish I was white. I <laughs> wish I was white. I wish I was white. What? No lie, I was like, why did I have to be black? Cause I want to be white. So I I if I if I would have did something like that, I would have been shot dead. Really though? Oh god! You know how many people they had at the Black Lives Matter protests and stuff? Right. Tear gas. They had army based people. Shoot, they had the military out there. I was ready to kill anybody. You know how long it took for the National Guard to get there? Exactly. When it was nighttime, because I had saw a clip of it. When it was nighttime, that's when they all, you know, ready to go. And the thing is, RIP to the people that lost their lives. It's never, no matter what part, what, you know, what you represent, I would never speak death on anybody. Um, But the thing is, it, after that lady had got, you know, shot, they still went back to doing what they was doing. Like, okay, so, and then I think somebody was like, some people got to die in a revolution. Like, revolution of stupidity? 
Right. What? Somebody lost their life for nothing. Right. For nothing. I'm like, first of all, yeah, I didn't even accomplish what I wanted. First exactly. of all, exactly over a date, over a freaking presidential debate that was finalized. Everybody got their chance to vote. Right. Everybody voted. You know how many cases they had in court to Yes, prove and the thing is they counted, they counted those um votes over and over, and they still like, oh, President Trump still won. How? They and really, it's literally a phone, not to cut you off, but yeah. it's literally a phone call. He know that he lost fair and square because mm -hmm. it's literally a phone call out there. He's talking to, I forgot who he was talking to. The secretary. But it's someone, yes, the secretary of state. And he asked them, he was like, oh, um, I just need this amount of votes. Can you just right. please give me this? And the uh, Trump supporters like, girl, what you talking about? We don't see nothing. He still won't. Like, video, no, he the video that he posted where he was telling them to leave and stuff like that. It was no, so, it, was, it wasn't good at all. No, not even the fact that it wasn't good. Because you're right, it was child. But the, they are, even though he posted it on his own Twitter account, the Trump supporters are still like, oh, that's not him. It's fake. I'm like... <laughs> That's his own. That's so crazy. Them folks are crazy. And then Trump, that little see, the thing is, he didn't care. He didn't care what them folks was going through. He didn't care at all. He basically, because he kept sending in little speech that he was giving. He was like, guys, we know this isn't right. First of all, he didn't even say that it wasn't right. He was just like, y'all, it's over. Just go home. I know I still won. I won. But right. go home. He was still saying that it was fraud. My God, first exactly. Of first of all, not to cut you off, but he said once. He only said once through that speech. He was like, "Um, y'all go home." And then after that, he didn't say nothing about telling them folks to go home. Yeah. After that, he was like, "I know, I won, and this it was fraud. We are gonna get to the bottom of it." Da da da. People in court. He said once that them folks should go home. Of course, they weren't gonna take that for real. Right. Okay, so we need to go to the next question real quick. So mm -hmm. I'm guessing that you think that Trump should be blamed for what happened, like for oh, okay, because you know they was if I I wrote this question when they was doing the impeachment. Mm -hmm. So I was like, because a lot of folks is saying no, it's freedom of speech. I'm like, yes, freedom of speech. Okay, we love that. We love freedom of speech, but mm -hmm. it, it's to a certain you point. Right, you play on it, you know, because he literally doing it. He was like, We're taking this to the Capitol, and then he saw them folks leaving. He didn't say, Oh, y'all, no, don't don't do it. And doing that little speech, like I said, he told them folks to go home once. It's he didn't say, Biden. He didn't say, Okay, y'all, this is getting out of if he was really sincere, he wouldn't like, Okay, y'all, this is getting out of hand. We need to go home. This is too much. And how you gonna be the president of the United States and letting people take over the capital? Right. Like, come on. Mm -mm, I'm gonna say one thing about it. And this is the last thing I'm gonna say about like whatever. I'm gonna let you ask your next ask your next question. Okay. I don't care what you know, what political side you want. If you're a Democrat, you're a Republican. You knew that what Donald Trump does and what Donald Trump says and how he handled things was awful and was not good at all. I like, I have never been the type of person that I'm just gonna, you know, 
I'm just gonna stop liking somebody or think that they automatically racist because you're a Republican. Mm-hmm. No, we both can have two different perspectives of things. And some Republicans, they don't, they're not racist. Some Republicans, a lot of Republicans are racist. Don't yeah. quote, you know, but most some Republicans are not racist and just, you know, just agree with the topics and the things that Republicans people yeah. believe in. And that's your opinion. That's what you do. But the thing is, this type of stu- stuff that Donald Trump says is literally horrible. It does not matter if you are on a republic side or whatever. I feel like when you become a president, you should get that out of your mind of, yeah. oh, I'm a Republican or I'm a Democrat. No, yeah. you are a president. It is your time to think about what's best for all people, not what's best for Republican people or the people that voted for me. No, it's about, that's why I love like um, Joe Biden because he never thinks about, he has said it many times in speeches. I hope he, um, you know, stands by that and uplifts that, that he don't care about, you know, who voted for him, who didn't vote for him. He is here for all people and care about all people because that is what you're supposed to do as a president. It's never about, oh, I'm going to support this person because he do, because they did this or they believe in this. No, it's about, we are people. We I need to do what's best for all people and let's get to it. Right. Yeah. Okay, so let, this is my this is gonna be the last question from me. So, mm-hmm. did you ever think? Did you ever think an attack like last week would ever happen in the U.S.? Sweetie, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> How ghetto fabulous America is? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't expecting like that. I, really, it wasn't even in my mind, but. I wasn't surprised when it happened. I literally was watching it and was literally like, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. It's was, crazy that they got that far into the Capitol. I was surprised. They got inside of it. I was surprised about that. Yeah, so I'm like, come on now. Areas they reached, they went into offices. Mm-hmm. They went into but the, the thing is, not to cut you off, but the thing is, after that happened, I was like, yeah, I don't know. At first, I was like, dang, they got that far into it. But as I thought about it, I was like, yeah, it's called white privilege. Most right. definitely they got that far. Right. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, child, you, I was, no, well, really, well, really, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I knew, I knew the six was gonna be a day to remember. But I didn't know it was gonna be that day, like, to remember. I didn't know. Gonna, okay. Like, I knew, like, I knew they were gonna go to the Capitol. I knew they're gonna do, you know, a little, you know, violence here and there. I didn't think they're gonna. Right. I think they were gonna enter the Capitol building. I think right. they, they're gonna pee in places they shouldn't be peeing in. I, <laughs> and no, what also like a lot of folks, they was like they was making fun of it, but not really. They were trying mm-hmm. to make a statement where you know how like all the Congress people and senators they was like hiding out, ducking, hoping not to get shot. That's right. basically how a lot of um, American public schools are, and a lot of a lot of Gen Z they was pointing that out. They was like, "Oh, so mm-hmm. y'all Congress people now know what we've been talking about. We've right. been trying to, talk to make laws on gun control, mm-hmm. but since y'all didn't want to do that, now y'all see the results of it. Y'all see mm-hmm. we was 
on being dramatic. That stuff is really traumatic to us. And a lot of Congress people, they still trying to get over that. Like a lot of them was like, um, they were like, they were talking to their fans. They're like, I'm sorry that I'm being distanced or whatnot, but I'm still trying to get over the yeah. fact that it happened to us. And right. I'm like, now y'all see what all these students are talking about. Like, not only, like, well, I can say one of the good things about being virtual, like, looking away from the stress it giving us and stuff like that, at least we don't have no mass shootings or public public school shootings. We don't have school shootings this year. So that's one of the good things. Like, uh, no kids are going to lose their lives from public, um, from school shooters. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna lose their lives this year. Next year, I can't say too much. Next school year, we yeah. might be we might be in the building, and a lot of I can tell a lot of folks gonna have beef. Right. That's why I said. That's why I feel like during this time, teachers should have been really main focus on kids and their health and their mental health. Because if we do go back to school, um, next year, it's gonna probably be so many which. I pray to God I'm praying, but it's going to be so many probably kids that are angry from the year that we just had yeah. from, you know, probably a lot of kids, just, just like us, we have political um, views and political points. A lot of them probably mad, at, you know, they president, they lost or whatever. You never know someone's situation. And the thing is, I feel like teachers, the world, should have been main focus on how can we help kids definitely during this time with mental health. And I feel like they have not put a good amount of effect in that. Don't get me wrong. Some people have and have been like, oh, I need to focus on this. But a lot of schools have not. They have just been about, oh, let's just keep this as is normal. This is not normal. It's not time to be like this. Let's just go, you know, act like things are normal. No, this is not normal. People are going through serious things. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. So, um, so this is this is the time in my podcast that I let my guests ask a few questions. So, you got any for me? Um, what's my question for you? <laughs> um. I know you was talking about your play and stuff. I really do want you to elaborate on it. Is it like a play where, um, like, who you going through? You got, like, a venue or something? Okay, so um, so if I can remember correctly, the – Okay, so the contest is hosted by – ACTSO, which is African American Cultural Technology Technology and Scientific Olympics. Um, so you know, middle college they had they had let me know about it. And so basically you compete in three, you can compete in three different categories. Mm-hmm. Um, the categories that I had chose, this four categories: science, humanities, performing arts, and visual arts. I chose uh, playwriting, um, dramatics, which is like acting. And I was going to do an original essay, but my play been taking too long. So I'm just going to do playwright. I'm just going to do playwright and um, dramatics. So 
it's just you building on your strength and it's a contest. So right now on Friday, I'm gonna turn in my my play. Then they're mm-hmm. gonna contact me about when to like they're gonna send me a link to an email, I me mean, to a Zoom call where I'm gonna perform like a skit for them, like a skit they they give me that's mm-hmm. more like dramatics. So it's different areas for different people. If you into science, they have a category for science. If you into like essays stuff like that, it's a category for that. So it just depends on what you good at. Yeah. And the reason I chose um, the type of play that I'm writing Mm -hmm. is when I go to college, I want to major in criminology. And that's just study of criminal minds and what led them to that. And then like with the Meninas brother, I realized that they're not as bad as people make them out to be. It's something that led up to that. So I chose the Meninas brothers the acid killer, um, Pogo the Clown, mm-hmm. and another serial killer. And I realized what they all have in common is they was either abused as a kid or isolated mm-hmm. as a kid. And it led them to do what they did. Right. So in my play, I'm not going to get too much away. Well, I can because I don't know if people actually going to read it any day soon. But so the like in my play, um it's a therapist and she's talking to all of them she pulled them from different periods of time mm-hmm. and they all they're talking to her about their problems and okay. like earlier it's it's kind of hard for me it takes so long because I'm used to writing long long books like mm-hmm. I, like I just keep writing I don't never I never ended one of my books before if anything like I just stop a book in the middle of it and be like, okay, that's the end of that book. Very because- much Harry Potter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, very much Harry Potter. Uh, and then the next book, it just started off where the last one stopped because all I did was just cut it in half. It'd be like, right. this, is it, this is it. So, <laughs> yes, very much Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> so that's, that's why it took so long because this is one act. So it's like 10 scenes in one act where it can right. Um, so I have to, um, I have to cut you up. You know who person that you should do? You should do, uh, I mean, look up uh, if you want to do the person you can, but I think Ted Bundy would be a oh, great he was a good one. I was looking but at look, look at look at the documentary of Ted Bundy on not the Zach Efron movie one. I looked at that one, you know, but um, look at the um documentary of Ted Bundy, and that's kind of what vibes that what you talking about with your movies on that's what type of vibes that you said is kind of giving me of you know the interviewer and how they interview on like x and y you should most definitely look at them and that's kind of what you said you want to major in that's also one of the um around law that's what i also want to major in also so because i always want to learn about like what gets you to the point of i want to kill a whole bunch of people yeah, like what separates me from, a from you? <laughs> what what led you to do that? And like, right. like this is why originally I wanted to go into psychology. And if the school, whatever school I apply to, if it doesn't have criminology, that's my backup major. Right. But I wanted to go into psychology because I wanted to study criminals. Mm-hmm. But I found out about criminology, and I was like. That's what I wanted to do. That's the reason I went into psychology. Right. 
like, 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 I just want to know, like, what what went on up there in your right, head? To make you be like, I'm okay, going I'm to right like and the thing is some people don't even have that's like really what's scary some people don't have a background of you know abuse or household mm-hmm. nothing like that and literally just wake up one day and say i'm going to be a psychopath and i am going to murder somebody yeah you know I- that is crazy mm-hmm. So we so weird, like what they got going on. Like, like, like if somebody just skipped this part of the podcast. Like, they, what were y'all talking about? Are these folks talking about? Okay, so um before I sign us off, would you like to tell the listeners how they can learn more about your business and where they can contact y'all at? You can contact me at prettyfitbyariel.com. My website is up right now. So you can check out stuff. My videos are coming soon. My videos are not up right now, but we do have different things up. And you can also get in contact with me at prettyfitbyariel.com. You can get me contact with me with at prettyfitbyariel anywhere, unless you're trying to get contact you know trying to go through my personal stuff then you can get it me from instagram and get underscore like underscore ari and i also have a snapchat which is ari a homes 155 that's on snapchat and yeah so depending on where you listening at this from um her website is going to be in the description so please look out for that Okay, um, listeners, this is the end of the episode. Remember to always say what's on your mind. Peace out. What's up, everybody? Thank you for listening in to part two of my interview with Ariel. As you can tell, me and her really had fun recording this episode for y'all. So, again, thank you for listening. Okay, so depending, depending on where you're listening to this app, her, I will link her website in the description box below. Or whatever the description box is on whatever platform you are listening to this on. And again, please go go check her out. I think one of her videos are up right now. And, you know, get your little workout and lose that quarantine body. Or, you know, just go and make yourself feel better. Whatever you want to do, go check her out. Pretty sure she got a video for you. Again, thank you. And remember, always say what's on your mind. Thank you.